0: All right, question. Have you had an incredible experience with God and then just a few months later found it really difficult? Oh yeah, up on the mountaintop and the next thing I know, I'm in the valley. I've been there before.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: Okay, so I guys, I'd love to hear more of your stories. Today, we're gonna learn the importance of being faithful in every season of life. Well, I have my friends Val and Noel with me today, two of our program coordinators at Covenant Bay, and they're going to help me with today's story. Summer is wrapping up. It's our Mm -hmm. final day of summer camp. Guys, what has been your favorite memory Mm -hmm. from this summer? Noel, why don't you go first? Well,
2: oh, I know. So just last summer, I got my lifeguarding certification. By the way, really appreciate that. You're very welcome. It was a new experience. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Not a natural born swimmer, but we made it.
0: And then... And everybody
2: uh, else did too. Yes. Another successful summer. Yes. Um, We do put
0: safety as a high priority.
2: Yes, uh, mm-hmm. we are still a zero drowning camp as far as, as, long, as long as I've been
0: lifeguard and as long <laughs> and as I've worked here. As long as as long yeah, we've never had that. Anyways, <laughs> good <to> carrying <laughs> on. What was your favorite memory of summer camp this year?
2: Uh, well, yeah, so that was a new experience for me, and and part of that I learned really early on is I do a lot more watching swimmers mm. than actually swimming myself. Yep. This year we brought on another lifeguard. And so, I actually got to go in the water a few times. You got to play, which yes. is one of your favorite things to do. It really is. And so, uh, getting to do that uh, with the fellow staff and, and campers, it was just it was just great to do that again.
0: That's oh. so good. I, I like that. Hmm. Uh, okay, Val, uh, your, what's your favorite memory?
1: Um, well, my favorite memory as the Elevate coordinator was so, probably... So,
0: hold, hold up. Sorry to interrupt you. The Elevate coordinator, meaning the Elevate program is a leadership and discipleship mm-hmm. program for Teens. high school yeah. teenagers. It's
1: like 14 to 17 years of age.
0: Right. So if you're that age, you should sign up. But also, <laughs> what's your favorite memory?
1: Um, yeah, just being able to do one-on-ones with them. So when we go on walks or just sit and chat about their life and about God and just feeling like I can pour into the kids, but also them pouring into me in a way that helps me for my future as a teacher.
0: Yeah, and that maybe was something you didn't expect, like them giving back into your relationship, right?
1: Yeah, no, not at all. That was a shock and I needed it.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Okay, Uh, I've got a favorite memory. Uh, And kind of like you, Val, I was a little bit surprised by this. Uh, Some parents had come up to me uh, throughout the summer and, and they just started asking questions about faith. And, you know, I was really kind of surprised at at uh, some of their questions and, and, but really, you know, for lack of a better word, delighted uh, to, to engage with them about these topics and conversations. So really cool. And I think all in all, from what I gathered from these parents is that their, their kids experience at summer camp really impacted them in their faith. And I think Mm. that's really cool. That, that Mm -hmm. ripple effect that uh, summer camp and, and God has. So very cool.
1: Yeah, it's been a great summer. Although, if there were fewer bugs, it would have been way better.
2: <laughs> you. Hey, at, at least, though, we also got lots of bats here, too,
0: eating the mosquitoes and, and the bugs. Yeah, I know.
1: The bats can go away, too, <laughs> along with the spiders.
0: Okay, Val, I have to, I have to say uh, for someone who has a small critter phobia, like anything mouse size and smaller. Yep. It's kind of that's kind of a phobia for you, right? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I gotta say, super impressed with how you just took on the summer because there's there's a lot of critters around here, lots of spiders and bats and no mice. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't. I mean, I I didn't see any. Did you?
1: <laughs> um. There might be know. one right beside you. <gasps> I hate you. I you
0: Val Val is just shaking her head, saying. Uh, Yeah, you could just see it on video. We don't have it on video, but yeah, it would be great. Okay, I'm sorry about, I won't do that anymore. But honestly, you really did impress me how you stepped up and just were super brave. But John, but John, did you, you probably didn't know this,
2: but I have a a deep fear also. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, Of of summer, uh, of kids. Oh, oh, really? Uh, So I'm just saying you should really be impressed by by what I've done. I consider I just worked a whole summer. At a summer camp with kids. Uh, And I loved every moment of it, actually.
1: First of all, none of what you said is true. (laughs) And you're just fishing for compliments now.
2: No way. Noah. I uh,
1: prefer
0: to go unnoticed, if possible. Yeah. Okay. So, Noah, uh, just so you don't feel left out, uh, this was your third year as program coordinator, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh you did a great job. Thanks. And in the midst of your fear of summer and your fear <laughs> of kids, I'm super impressed. I mean that's that's a wasters, terrifying fears to have. Magic, yeah. yeah.
1: Despite you lying about everything, <laughs> um, you honestly do a great job with kids and everything that you do at the camp goes unno goes noticed, not unnoticed.
0: Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, Val that was a, like that was a super genuine compliment. Like I don't want to say you outdid me, but you might have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm very competitive.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, hey, last week, Aiden and Cassidy helped me share a story. Uh, and we learned that we need to find our place mm. in life. And especially especially with God.
2: And mm. today's story, it's about reestablishing roles our responsibilities and and purpose, really. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh All of these things would be really important as Judah moved forward as a nation.
0: Okay. So uh, we got to go back a little bit and we got to remember when the law of Moses was being read to the people, that was last couple weeks that we've, we were learning about that. When it was being read to the people, they heard that no Ammonite or Moabite person should be allowed to Enter the assembly of God.
1: Ooh. <laughs> right? That's harsh.
0: Super harsh. I mean, really, could you imagine like if I was a Moabite or an Ammonite? Like, could I come to chapel, please?
1: No. You would be officially banned. <laughs> officially banned? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Gone. But yeah, do we know the background on that story?
0: Yeah. So so the background of the story is when the Israelites were in the wilderness and They were not being helped out by the Moabites or Ammonites. In fact, kind of the opposite. They hired somebody to curse them. Mm. But God flipped it on its head and he blessed the Israelites. And this kind of seems like they got to curse themselves. And Mm. to this, right up to this story where they're not allowed into the temple. I mean, it's pretty harsh, as you said. I wouldn't want to be an Ammonite. (laughs) Yeah, me either. So, yeah, you can read that, all about that story in Numbers, chap, uh, the book of Numbers, chapter 22.
2: This must have been such a difficult situation uh, for all the people who are gathered there because amongst the people who are assembled, it was not just Israelites, uh, uh, people who are not Israelite or people who were like part Israelite and part something else.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like this is where it gets harsh for me. Like. Those people must have felt really hurt and confused since they were immediately excluded. People would have watched their friends just walk away.
0: Yeah, could you imagine like half the half the campers being say, "Hey, campers, uh you if you are from this town, sorry, you're not allowed here." <laughs> like that's seems crazy, but yeah. I mean that's what happened. So we got to we got to tell it like it is. Yeah. Okay, so there's another example um of 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 Some things that were going on in this story that were just not quite right. And the priest Mm. at this point had made a space in the temple for Tobiah. Now, Tobiah was one of Nehemiah's enemies who was threatening and trying to stop him and Israel from finishing the wall. Like he was just one of those people that was so, so difficult and made life awful for, for Nehemiah. So this is kind of like not cool at all. Yeah. They didn't really seem to understand that.
2: Uh, the temple wasn't really really a guest house. It was a place of worship. And the room that Tobiah was actually using was uh, really meant for storage for the tithes and offering that the Israelites were bringing. Right.
1: Yeah, it seems like they lost sight of what the purpose of the temple was, which was, like Noah was saying, tithes and offerings. And the priests and Levites neglected their duties, partly because the people had stopped giving these things. And as a result, the Levites and priests found jobs to provide for themselves.
0: Okay, so uh, listeners, if you remember back to the beginning of this um, this whole series, Nehemiah was an official to to King Artaxerxes in Babylon, and he had returned to Babylon. And for a while, he was there and he's doing his thing. And then during that time of while he was away, all of these things were starting to kind of creep in, and and they were going back kind of into their old ways and habits Mm and. When he returned, well, he found all of these things out, and he's like, this is not good. Not good at all.
2: As you can imagine, you know, Nehemiah was pretty
0: furious Mm. uh,
2: when he heard that Tobiah, his enemy, was given a place to stay in the temple. So uh, he threw out all of Tobiah's belongings. Yikes. Yeah, and he ordered the priests to purify the rooms and the things that were supposed to be kept in that room were returned back to where they belonged.
1: Yeah, that's really crazy. Nehemiah also called back the Levites from their fields and made sure they were at the temple doing what they were supposed to do, carrying out their responsibilities.
0: Okay, so the people then, uh, they started bringing their tithes and offerings once again. So they're like, there's kind of this revival happening in the land. People are re- kind of returning back to God and doing okay, their okay, things. Okay, that's good. What's that? That's good. It's really good, yeah. And so the evidence of that is they're like, hey, we want to worship God. So here's, our, here's our tithes. Here's our offerings. And, and it was providing for the temple uh, upkeep and all the people who, who served, like the priests and the Levites in the temple.
2: So he addressed that, right? Mm-hmm. And then he also noticed uh, they weren't resting well on the Sabbath. Mm. Uh, they were working, doing business on the Sabbath. And so he actually sent his own servants to close and lock the gates on the Sabbath so that no one could be buying and selling and doing business on the, uh, on the Sabbath. Hmm.
1: Yeah, wow. Like Nehemiah is such a good person to like notice things and make sure that boundaries are being made so that people don't cross them and noticing what some people are blind to, like what the Israelites were doing. Because he also noticed that Israelites were marrying foreigners. This would then cause their hearts to follow other gods just like they had done in the past. So, yeah, Nehemiah was pretty mad about that and dealt harshly with them again.
0: And it's not that like marrying somebody from a different country is the wrong thing. Mm. But it's, I think, like allowing, uh, marrying somebody who doesn't love God like you do. Mm-hmm. Right. And that and then allowing that person to like pull you in a different direction from, from God.
1: Yeah, at that point, they're unequally yoked and they could fall away from Christ again.
0: Yeah. So I think that's a really important thing. Uh, Noah, like, there's a lot going on here, isn't mm-hmm. there? A lot.
2: Yeah, Nehemiah, Nehemiah wanted God to be honored more than anything. Being faithful to God was the most important thing. And when he saw people were not being faithful, It was hard for him to see, uh, and he got really upset about it.
0: Yeah, so Nehemiah brought a lot of changes, a lot of reforms, and they were all centered around being faithful to God, which is our lesson today.
1: Yeah, being faithful in what we do, though, can be really hard when our hearts are not in it. The people have had some great times finishing the wall, but some of their old ways of living and old relationships crept back into their lives.
0: It's okay. So, what you just said there, like, we could, like, take that sentence and just, like, describe campers with it. Like, yeah, it-
1: like, working with the Elevates, I can describe them perfectly in this. Something that they really fear, and I've been talked to a lot with them, is that they fear that here they're at this, like, spiritual high, being surrounded by God and people that are godly. And then they go home and they fear that all of that is just going to fall apart and they're mm. going to go back to their old ways.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so true, right? Like, and, and it's interesting to see that repeat in long, long, long time ago in history. And it's, it's absolutely true. Campers have a great time here at summer camp. They grow in their faith a ton. Mm-hmm. And then the reality of old relationships and old ways of doing things are just waiting for them at home. And some of those things can make it really difficult to be faithful to
1: mm-hmm. God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think if there's like a takeaway, like, I mean, friends, don't neglect the things and, and the people that we have here at camp uh, that have helped you grow in your relationship with God.
1: Yeah, we were designed by God to grow in our relationship with him, but also with others. We can't do it well on our own.
0: So our lesson today is be faithful to God. Growth tip time.
2: growth tip is a way for each of us to grow in our relationship with God.
1: Nehemiah's reforms for Israel involved relationships, places, and actions.
0: So we're going to dive deeper into each of these things during our discussion episode, so stay tuned for that. But our growth tip is simply this. Tell a friend about one single change, and perhaps it's a change that you need to make when you go home uh, after your summer uh, away. And tell what, one change that's going to help you grow in a relationship with Jesus.
2: Yeah, it could be something uh, that you think that you need to stop doing or, or maybe something like a new habit that you need to start doing.
1: Yeah, the important thing is that you tell a friend and you're able to encourage and challenge one another in your faith.
2: Thanks, guys, for listening. Despite my fear of microphones and technology. <laughs> Uh, I had a great time today.
1: Lies. Noah does not have a fear of technology or microphones, but maybe that's the one thing that you can stop doing and create a new habit of doing.
0: I like that. There we go. I like that. You know, uh, I think actually, you guys, uh, maybe you and I and Noah, uh, when I said you, I meant you, Val, Uh, (laughs) we could all share something on a Mm. post about the one change that we're gonna do when we go home
1: sure yeah you guys up for that yeah
0: okay i'll remind you when it when this episode's released like the end of september so okay all right great hey guys uh thanks for filling in for brayden really appreciate you too uh you're a lot of fun to do this with i've enjoyed it to everyone else listening in podcast world wherever you might be um thanks for listening Please share this story with a friend. It may just help them grow in a relationship with Jesus too. Guys, remember, uh, growing closer to Jesus, there's, there's absolutely nothing more important than that. Mm-hmm. Take care.